The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Viewer discretion is advised. We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. You actually have to be clever at being stupid. No, these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing. What? You refer to people with a capacity for pregnancy. Would that be women? Yeah, there's no problem, Lloyd. We'd be classy and sophisticated. Look at the fun bags on that horse home. Trying to say Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. You want to talk about slow? I'll give you slow. He moved so slow, it was like he was raised by a wild pack of turtles. We need a live rooster. Is it a live rooster? We need a live rooster to take the curse off those age glovin'. I had no idea you could milk a cat. Oh, yeah, you can milk anything with nipples. Y'all have bones around on case picks. I was chatting on AIM with this guy. Jose's is from England, and I speak fluent American, so there's a bit of a language barrier. But he knew really good English. Jesus Christ on a motorbike. What was that? Don't nobody know what that is. It is one of my favorite clips in the opener, though. That's, uh, uh, welcome. Hope you're well in a room full of God, family, and country. From the dude's den, toxic masculinity. From the dude's den, it's unwavering. Unwavering, toxic masculinity from the dude's den. Here we are. Uh, was on a little vacation uh, last week. Last episode I posted was a very personal episode too. It was very, it was very emotional for me. So I am back and happy and excited and so happy to be back. Um, I loved, obviously, being away with my family and whatnot, but a um, lot going on in life. And um, uh, this is like an escape for me. It's, it's you know, it's, you know, I pray, I, you know, people do therapy, I pray, I, I do this. This is very therapeutic for me. So um, at times when... When, you know, some people pray, some people do what they do. I, 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 I pray in this. Makes me feel better. Um, I don't know. It's early. We're early. You know, we've only been doing this a month, month and a half or so. So it, things take time to build. Rome wasn't built in a day. But here we go. I always like to start off every show by saying, um, first off, I'm Kevo, your host. Uh, I am solo today. Uh, again, it's unwavering toxic masculinity from the dude's den, and I want to start by saying, if you are a Democrat, if you are a Republican, if you are a liberal, if you are a conservative, don't care. Okay, don't care. If you're working for the betterment of this country, if you're truly working your ass off, and you've got my family in mind, the American family in mind, we appreciate you. We do. Only I'm starting to learn that there aren't many of you out there. There's not many of you out there at all. I'd be willing to bet, seriously. I'd be willing to bet we could probably find 10, 12 politicians that work in Washington that truly haven't been bought yet. (laughs) And that we probably really could cut it in half. So, you know, there's probably five or six people out there that ain't been bought yet. I don't know. It's just it's crazy, man. We're, we're in a weird time. And um, 
nobody seems to only two people they only seem to be talking about small business and, and it's what I talk about a lot uh, is Joe Rogan and Aaron Rodgers they talked about it nobody else really talked about it though uh, I don't see people on TV talking about it I, you know uh, I, now I'm gonna tell you like me or not uh, Ron DeSantis is is uh, he is somebody that is pro his citizens, the citizens of his state. He wants business to do well. He wants schools to do well. He wants places to be safe. He wants children and parents to be able to make decisions for children. Look, I am a Ron DeSantis guy. Turn me off right now if you want to. I, I hate to be that way, but I don't care, man. It just, I think it's ridiculous. to. Oh, I like Ron DeSantis. Let's mute him or turn him off. It's, you know, but whatever. Anyway, just me. Uh I am, uh, we are who we are. So look, I want to get started by, uh, I want to get right into this uh, Ron DeSantis thing. I want to get right in what's going on in um, Martha's Vineyard and all over the country. There are literally people bitching. 50 people dropped off at Martha's Vineyard. 50 people. And of course, leave it to MSNBC and CNN. Leave it to those two. They are going to, well, it's because Ron DeSantis is racist. But not the white liberal lady standing there going, oh, we, 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 we just don't have, we don't have room for these people. These people have got to go. They got to go. We don't have beds for these people. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got on Airbnb and BYOB and all those other BBBs. I got on all that shit. And I saw you had like 59 properties available. You had hundreds of beds. So you sure you don't have any any, uh, any spots available for them? Are you sure? Are you sure? Or did you get on TV and talk too fast and go, shit, they're going to see us for the racist we are. See, that's what, that's what that lady did. That's what that lady did. Now, you may ask yourself, why didn't Rod DeSantis find him a bit? Hold up, hold up. I want to answer that. Let me tell you something. The president, air quote, of the United States has been sending illegal immigrants throughout this country for a year and a half, two years now. And if you want to sit there and say, oh no, it's not, that's, then again, turn it off. You, come on, man. We got to be able to have some realism here. You need to be able to look at this and go, look, I don't like it, but DeSantis is doing nothing no different than what Biden's been, President Biden's been doing for two years. Or he is. And now everybody's mad about it. You got to just be able to go, hey, wait, 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 wait. We got to fix this situation. Abbott, DeSantis, they got them. They did get them. That's all. I mean, that's all you got to say is it, it. Don't mean you don't have to be liberal. It doesn't mean you don't have to be Democrat. It don't mean that you still can't vote for these the the, the, the President Bidens and the and and the the, the California. I can't man. I, Gavin Newsom's a oh god. Anyway, don't mean you can't vote for them. You mean to tell me your 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 pride is so big, it's so 
fragile and important and big and huge and gargantuan that you can't just go. He did kind of, DeSantis and Abbott, but, but the, especially the 50 to Martha's Vineyard and how the people reacted, he, they kind of got us there. They kind of got you. They kind of got y'all there a little bit now. Fifty-nine properties were available. There were hundreds of beds available. When this woman gets on TV saying, they've got to go. Guys, yes, they're human beings. Yes, they are. But Martha's Vineyard wasn't ready for them. How do you think the rest of the world feels? Excuse me, forget I hate I even said that. Back that How do you think the rest of this country feels? This has been going on. Man, we have given so much money, time, and effort, taxpayer dollars over the last year and a half, two years, sending illegal immigrants to different parts of the country. Our federal government's been doing it. And now all of a sudden you're getting a conscience. Now all of a sudden you're going to stand up. It's complete bullshit and you know it. Man, it's, look, I'm a Bengals fan. Been a Bengals fan my whole life. Okay? Last Sunday, Joe Burrow, Four interceptions and a fumble. Four interceptions and a fumble. When somebody threw that up to me, what did you want me to do? You want me to go hunting for excuses and babbling? Or do you want me to go, yep, hey. He laid an egg. God, that he sucked Sunday. It, 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 we, we deserve to lose. Kind of put that in the same, kind of think about it that way. Look, it's okay to say, hey, they got us. They got us. We shouldn't have been doing this. We got to get this border under control. This should not be a partisan issue. It's okay to say they got us. But no. Leave it to MSNBC. Leave it to CNN to bring up racism. Leave it to Whoopi Goldberg to talk about, yeah, well, yeah, if you want to play like this, that. I know there's no way this gets to Whoopi, but I would love to openly debate her or any of the panelists on that show. But but I want to go. I don't want to be yelled over. And I know that's what would happen. That's all that would happen. I'd be a racist. Bitch. I would try to. I'd get half a sentence out, and they jump in and start. Attacking, and then I couldn't fit. But but. I want to openly go and debate those women. Because I'm being completely honest with you. They have no idea what they're talking about. They, 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 it's, 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 they are oblivious to what's going on in the world. Whoopi Goldberg called, said that Jill Biden was a hell of a doctor, hell of a doctor. Her doctorate's in English. What do you mean a hell of a doctor? You meant for Surgeon General. That's what you said. 
This is the same woman that couldn't uh, uh, pronounce bodega. I think she said bogada or bogada or something like that. What now? Come on. I think it's okay sometimes to just go, eh, no, they, they did. They, they, he, he beat us at our own game. Uh, DeSantis, hate, hate him, love him, whatever you did. It, 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 it's okay to just go, damn. He bested, he bested those, uh, he bested Democrat politicians at their own game. And the reaction was priceless. 50. Let's get five zero fifty. That's it. Fifty. So, while small businesses, again, I said all the time, while small businesses are closing left and right, people like DeSantis, Abbott are trying to say, guys, we. It's killing jobs. It's killing the economy. It's creating crime. It's creating havoc. It is hurting the fabric of community. That's family, small business, safety, crime, all that. While they're saying that, nobody's listed. So what do we do? All right, see, you get a taste of how we feel. Here, there's 50. I'm not saying all those were criminals. Do not even try to say I am. I don't even know if one of them is a criminal. But just the fact that they saw 50 people lower income than them, not as educated as them, and just quite frankly to the people at Martha's Vineyard, including the Obamas, not as good as them, that immediately we got to get that with shoe. Shoe. That's how they were. That's exactly how they were. You know it. I know it. We know it. The problem here is just getting people to straight up say, eh, no. Nope, DeSantis and them best of this. It, it, you know, Biden shouldn't have started this. President Biden, sorry. President Biden shouldn't have started this. Flying illegal immigrants throughout areas of the country in the middle of the night. Because it's happened. The vice president sees the border czar. Czar. In case you don't know, if you want to Google, you know, because they're the truth-telling people, you know, if you want to Google Czar, an emperor, a person appointed by government to advise and coordinate policy in a particular area. I'll say it again. A person appointed by government to advise on and coordinate policy in a particular area. Can anybody tell me what our border czar has done other than lie? We've been to the border. Well, I haven't been to Europe, but we've been to the border. We know what's going on the border. We know, you don't have a clue what's going on at the border. But 50 people get sent to Obama's doorstep, where, again, 59 properties showed like 100-something beds available. They could have all got a good night's sleep and stretched out. Like these families. Like the husband and wife that came across the border illegally, illegally, uh, when they got to Martha's Vineyard, they had so many rooms available, they could have said, look here. Y'all been traveling together a lot. Let me tell you what I'm going to do. Tonight, y'all can sleep separate. 
get away from each other a little bit. I've been married 25 years last week, which was 25 years. And I know that sometimes um, uh, she likes to be away from me, and, 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 and well, uh, that's it. She likes to be away from me. I don't like to be away from her, and I wouldn't say it if I did because this would be recorded, and I'd get my ass in some sort of trouble for even saying that. But I'm sure she likes to be away from me. So if we were illegal immigrants and we got taken to Martha's Vineyard and I found out there were 59 different properties with 100-something beds together and they didn't offer us for one of these people that are all about inclusiveness and, and, and togetherness and kumbaya, we're all equal and we're all happy and human rights and all that. Their first reaction was, we, we got to go. We, we do not have the housing. to We, we don't get, whoa, whoa, whoa. you can't just put them up for a day or two. Let them get a good night's sleep. And did I hear that right? Did you get did you get the military involved? The military. But have zero issue on what the same problem has been doing to the rest of America. Zero issue. I guarantee you I will not find one liberal-slash-Democrat person that will strictly stick to the facts and go, hey, no, we can't win on this one. Uh, they, 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 uh, they bested us at this deal. This is, yeah. They did exactly what we've been doing. It's not right. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, excuse me, President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris, sorry about hitting the mic, um, have not done well at the border. They have messed this border up. It's a fiasco. Um, and and, and uh, Governor DeSantis and Abbott, sitting on Martha's Vineyard, that reaction just showed that uh, they got beat at their own game. I bet I don't find one person to do that. One person to go. All right, now that being said, I still don't like DeSantis. I don't like the blah, 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 blah. No. I bet you I can't find one person to simply say, He beat us at our own game. He did. He 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 got the reaction. He knew he was going to get. We got to get rid of. We can't do this. We can't do this. Oh, they're racist. They're this. They're that. They're the. Wait a minute. 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 But it's okay for us throughout the country, little towns like the one I'm in, and other little ones. It's okay for them to get three hundred, four hundred. 200. We had a couple gentlemen at our restaurant the other day. Could not speak a lick of English. Not citizens. Not citizens. They were able to write that down. Illegal immigrants. I mean, it's just... (laughs) The hypocrisy is is something. Man, all we talk about on the news anymore is white supremacy. Donald Trump is evil. He's a criminal. He must be arrested. He's going to be in an orange jumpsuit. MAGA Republicans, racist, white supremacy. Donald Trump is evil, criminal. He's going to be in a jumpsuit. He's going to go to jail for the rest of his life. MAGA Republicans. White supremacist. Ron DeSantis is evil. He's got a white supremacist base. Like, it's the same shit over and over and over and over. And when something like this happens, 
And you have these these leaders. You have the Bidens, the President Bidens, and the President, the, the Vice President Kamala Harris's, and 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 a lot of Democrats out there that get put in their place. You can't just go. Shit, didn't see that one coming, but we sure did. Uh, doing, they had that one coming. Yep, they got they got bested. They got bested here. You cannot say that. See, that to me is an issue. That's an issue. When we can't go, uh, just because you vote for someone or because you support that someone doesn't mean that you have to like, agree with, take up for, stand up for, uh, speak up for everything they do. Imagine everything my wife ever did I thought was perfect. Well, no, that's a bad analogy. Of course, yes. Of course, everything she does is perfect. Again, I'm going to get myself in one of these damn situations. I got to get out of that. Okay. Imagine my neighbor, and I live by my neighbor for eight years. And for eight years, three times a week, My neighbor comes out and says something over loudspeaker throughout the neighborhood. We all hear random things about the neighborhood, what he's going to do to police it, make it better, yes, that, that, for eight years. Hell, hell, forget that, for one year, one year. You think everything he says I'm going to agree with? No. There's no way. I mean, if it does, it does. But that's a rarity. Man, that doesn't happen. Why is this president thing any different? Do you? I look. Of course, I supported, voted for President Trump. Do you think every single thing he did? I'm gonna look at how he did that. Boy, it was great. It was wonderful. No, it was the Democrats that did. did. No. No. Not at all. Not at all. I'll start with the last thing he did as president. Standing there on that podium going. Matter of fact, we won that election. That was so, so irresponsible, ridiculous. Even if inside of him, he thought, look, Something's going on with this election. Two hours, maybe, maybe, after the last ballot box in the country closed, you don't get on TV saying the election was stolen. If it was some fishy stuff going on, you let that play out and then you address it later. You don't get on TV and do that. That was irresponsible. It was very divisive. Didn't like it. It was childish. It was, at the time, it was very sore loserish. But I feel like that's where we are with Democrats. Like, I have to say something 
negative about my guy. And then you can, okay, oh, oh, well, okay, you said that. Well, then, yeah, I don't like uh, when so-and-so. Okay, give me some. No, I don't, I don't want to give you none. I'm not, no, no, everything else is great. No, like, shit. You'd think everything that President Trump did, we, we just thought, oh, yep, that's the best thing to do. Yep, best thing to do. Yep, best thing to do. Yep, best thing to do. No. No, that's not, that, that, not at all the way, not at all the way it, it, uh, it works. But it somehow seems to be for the people that, not to say all of them, but 99% of the people I'm around, that seems to be the way it is. Like, you can't just go. Man, he got showed up here. Boy, it made him look stupid. It made a lot of other Democrats look stupid. They talk about the, their inclusive and, and diversity and all that. I mean, it made them look ignorant. And what do they do? White supremacy. White supremacy. Racism. Race, uh, it's just that's their answer to everything. Right? I guarantee you, Joy Reid, Joy Behar, Whoopi Goldberg, all them other people, on the view, could walk into a bathroom out of toilet paper, walk back out, find out the owner's white, and they blame the lack of toilet paper on racism. I, I guarantee you that that's what they're going to do. We're at this point in this. I was listening to a clip of, of, of former First Lady Michelle Obama talking. Has anybody ever went and listened to President Obama's first inauguration. The first one. Right? The initial, I'm president. Okay. Now, when he wins re-election, right to business, you know, said good things, so forth, so forth. Okay. Go listen to his inauguration. And then go listen to his speech when he leaves office. Two different things happening here. I mean, at first, it's the greatest country ever, and it's this, that, and the other, where a man like himself can be, where an African-American man, a black man, can be voted president, and that's what it is. It's a great country. It is. Where a charismatic, educated, handsome man of any race Can, as a child, have a dream, go, I want to do this, do this, do this, and accomplish it. But when he left, it was cold, divisive, racist. Like, I'm confused. Who has the last eight years been under? What have you done then? What have you done to fix this? I mean, it it wasn't a problem. When you took office, nobody looked at race. For the most part, I mean, yeah, there's the 1%, yeah. But when you talk about a country of 330 million, 1% ain't shit. Blah. Nope. 1% ain't nothing. 1% of the racist, 1%, I believe it. I believe 1% of the people in this country are racist to the core, rotten, and they're cockroaches. We should just step on them and... But yet, CNN, MSNBC, that's all they talk about. Now, they're part of that 1%. 
Because they'll look a black man or woman in the eye and tell them how bad the white man is until they find out that you vote the same way that white man does. Then all of a sudden, you're Uncle Tom, you're this, or Aunt Teresa. I don't know what they call the female. Um, huh. I don't, hell, they don't know what a female is, so nobody knows. It's interesting. We're in a weird place in this country. But you know who's suffering? Average American. The average American is dying. And I don't mean every day is the day you're dying. You die every day. You're about, no, I don't mean that. I mean, really. Small businesses dying. People living paycheck to paycheck. They're dying. People cannot afford to buy groceries. Dying. CNN, MSNBC, white supremacy. That's all they talk about. That's all these people ever talk about. It is so old. It's just, it, it, there, there is, there's real racism out there. Again, I don't think it's that much. I don't. But there's real racism out there. And if we see it, they need to have their ass kicked. They need to learn and understand. They'll get it kicked again because there's no place for this in society. But just go listen to Joy Reid, Whoopi Goldberg, Joy Behar. They're racist. Openly racist people. I include them in those. They judge me. Don't know me. If I go on that show, I'm going to get judged the moment I walk out. You're white. You, listen to how you talk about this. See, you're just white supremacists. You're just... I grew up, if you're not from this area, then you, this won't make much sense to you. But if you are, you should, know what I, what, you should know what I'm talking about here. I grew up on the south side of Monroe, Louisiana. My brother, who's three years older than me, love you, buddy. My brother, myself, our cousin, who is the same age as my brother. They, they were the same age. Uh, I, was, I was the baby, you know, of the, the, the three of us, right? Um, at one time, when they were in sixth grade, I'm in third. We were three of 15 white kids. At our elementary school. Let that sink in. In a school of, let's see, 90 times 6, whatever, 500, let's say 500. In a school of 500 or so. 550. We were three of 15 white kids. We grew up in a neighborhood that was predominantly African-American. But everybody in the neighborhood was middle to lower income. Everybody. Everybody. My brother and I had parents that at times they really didn't try. They didn't really put forth an effort for either one of us. I know, I know at 16 years old, when I was 13, at 16 years old, I watched my brother 
I did. Go to school, get off, get, get, get out of school. And he would work sometimes till 11, 12 o'clock. At work. To 11, 12 o'clock at night. At a restaurant, in a smokehouse. Come home, get a few hours sleep, etc. Bought his own vehicle, did you know, paid for it, put his stereo system in, did this, bought his clothes. Did, I mean, he, he did. Uh, I mean, and I mean that. As a kid, I watched my brother like set an example for me to man, as soon as you're able to, start trying to make your own way. Don't rely on anybody. You know, everybody in our neighborhood, everybody on that side of town was poor. There was zero privilege. Nobody had privilege. White, black, Mexican, Spanish, Puerto Rican did not matter. Nobody had anything. My brother and I lived in a, in a, in a home we lived in a, a, a uh, uh, for a while it was a two-bedroom house. We shared a room growing up most of our life. Um, our grandmother lived right across the street where we spent a lot of time. But then uh, uh, our, 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 our father built on this little, little room that was finally like a third bedroom. It was a small room, man. It was eight by ten, you know, a little bitty thing. Ten by ten, maybe. And there it became a three-bedroom house, you know. Everybody's house had a roof leak. Our grandmother lived right across the street, which both of us are very thankful um, for that woman and, and her guidance and what she meant to me and what she meant to him and us. And, uh, but there was zero. Everybody's house had a roof leak. Everybody was poor. We watched. We, went, we got uh, uh, in, in elementary school. We got dropped off to school one morning. Matter of fact, we walked to school 99 times out of 100 and home. One morning we got dropped off for some reason, don't know why. They were going to pick us up. They didn't pick us up. My brother comes to me. I'm in like second grade. He's in fifth. Hey, we're, we're walking home, Dave. Okay, we're walking home. We get home. Both those vehicles gone, repossessed. Next thing you know, a week later, there's no vehicle for a week. Next thing you know, a week later, there's this old rickety station wagon or something. And we, we didn't ask. You just, I don't know how it happened, but they got this old car and, uh, you know, got us where we needed to, to go. But nobody had privilege. My fifth grade year, I had a pair of, of like, Cotton docker type pants, right? That 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 were that were navy. I wore them every single day from end of August, first September to May. Every single day, same pair of pants, and I had a pair of white. What, what was the shoe brand? Um, Pony. You remember the shoe Pony? I had a pair of white ponies. Those shoes, those pants, I wore every day. Don't give us shit about privilege. We don't want to hear it. 
It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to get on here now and talk about racism and white supremacy, man. Nobody, the people I know, the people I associate with, the people I hang out with could care less about what color your skin is. We don't care. You know what we do care about? We care about what's in your heart and green. We care about money. Because we want our families to have better than we had. My brother and my nephew both had very high-paying jobs in Texas until our current president stepped in. And in the blink of an eye, within a month, left Texas, moved back here, jobless. It, it just, you know, the people it affected, the you know, it, it just... The privilege, the this, that, you know, I'm, I'm four years into a, re- I'm, I'm almost four years into a restaurant right now. I'm three years, nine months in. I'm fixing to lose it. We were doing so good, even after COVID, closed down for two months, opened back up. Booming. First day we opened back up, we did 10 grand. Like it was Unbelievable. Something happened August of last year. That fast. Bam. I'm here to tell you. My wife and I had, we did, we had, we had $190,000, $200,000 in our business savings. Not personal. We don't do, we didn't do that. We ain't went out and bought a new boat, trucks, cars, fancy that, nothing. We have went on a couple of vacations. Uh, we went to Cincinnati last year to see Billy Joel in the home opener of the Bengals game last year, okay? We took, our, we took our grandchildren to Disney last week to celebrate our 25th anniversary and our daughter and son-in-law's first anniversary. Paid for it a year ago. A couple trips here and there. Beach trip, went with the friends here, went, you know, went and rented a cabin here, stuff like that. No money in that business savings anymore. Barely making payroll. Barely making payroll. So when we get on TV and we start talking about immigration and somehow it turns into racism, white supremacy, and privilege, it gives me the red ass. I'll tell you why. Another reason. I went through emails today. Man, I went back to January. I didn't go back to last year. I didn't go back the year before or the year before. Just January of this year. Okay? January of this year, I found 31 different emails where people requested donating food of $100 or more Or gift cards of $100 or more. I've got requests where people are like, can you donate? Well, you know, it's, it's feeding about 65 people. We want these two meats and these two sides. And then if you total all up, it's $900. Oh, it's going to be all kinds of good advertising for you, though. Like, like, we don't understand that. No, none of those people have been to our restaurant. We've done that before. We've done stuff like that before. If none of those 65 have been to our restaurant... And we've done stuff like that time and time again. 
I don't think that's working. But anyway, we try to do everything we can. We try to do everything we can for everybody. But there were 31. I went back through my personal Facebook Messenger, my personal page. This year, found 16 different people requesting $100 or more. Then the business Facebook page. 40-something. Right at 100 people have requested $100 worth of food and or gift cards or more this year. You know, there's only a few of those names I've ever seen come in our restaurant. It's funny. People will ask for things and can you donate this, you donate... Even through all this time right now. But myself and other restaurant owners are talking. We on a on a on a Wednesday night, Thursday night, and even two Friday nights out of the month. We we can't fill the place. People never, ever fail to ask you for things, though. Ain't nobody got any privilege. Most all of us have worked our ass off, given and given and given and done and tried to not get supported back. And now here we are. I figured this up earlier. December 7th, 2018 to September 7th. I'm sorry. December 7th of 2018 to September 17th. That's 197 weeks. It was today that I realized for the first time that if I was a betting man, I'm I'm not betting on, on this restaurant working. Today was the day. I, like, I literally wrote all this down because I want to remember it. I just want to, forever as I live, I just dictated all of it. You know, I, I wanted to know. Or if I go back 10 years from now and I'm laughing like, man, I was so worried. And so I, you know, September 17th was the day I realized that it, but that's 197 weeks. You know, it's 198 miles. From either my home or business, I'm not going to say my address or anything. Yeah, well, the home address anyway. But it's 198 miles from one of those doorsteps to the Capitol doorstep in Baton Rouge. It's 197 weeks. Right at 198 weeks when I realized the day I finally admitted to myself, this is. This ain't good. 198 weeks. Just happens to be the same amount of miles it is to that Capitol doorstep. I've sit here tonight and mapped out Monroe to here, there to there, there to there, 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 and go. If I take 10 days, I'm thinking about walking to the Capitol. I am. I'm thinking about walking to the Capitol in Baton Rouge. And making the announcement, hey, 
I'm going to spend the next 10 days walking to Baton Rouge. I would like the governor of this state to see me and let me know why nothing is being said or done about small business in the state. Why he went for these draconian lockdowns and the, and the okay, well, only to go. You can only do to go. If you're doing to go, will the ATC or the police will come in? Like, what were you thinking? That whole thing started all this. We were all for flattening that curve, man. Okay. All right. After that, no. That fear we put into people instead of going, hey, we're grown-ass people. Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. People's livelihoods are on the line. And PPP, don't give me the shit about PPP. We used it for what it was for. We paid staff while they were off, while we were closed. We don't have PPP money sitting in the bank. I bet you $100 if I walk, he will not step out and see me. He will not have a private conversation with me about why so many of us are in this situation. That I left a job of 21 years. Now, hey, hey, I don't want you to feel sorry for me. That's part of it. No, nobody. I had a lot of stuff in my business plan. Cancer, divorce, all kinds of different things. Fire, theft. Well, no. The theft thing, I, I, <laughs> uh, I meant somebody break in, still a bunch of shit. I don't mean your business partner stealing from you, but okay. But anyway, you've got a bunch of different factors in Pandemic wasn't in there. Supply chain crash wasn't in there. Major bonehead becoming president and you actually start feeling the negative effects from a federal level. Didn't have that, didn't have that figured in there. Didn't have major recession. I didn't have us selling off our strategic oil reserve to China, 7 million barrels, and using that to lower gas prices right here at midterms. We didn't have tinfoil tripling in a year. Didn't have that factored in there. Not many people did. So I don't want anybody's sympathy. But our government, the same people that have had open borders and have been okay in supporting this president and his bullshit lack of leadership when it comes to this border crisis, those same people shut all these states down. For long periods of time, we did to-go orders, to-go orders only was a solid month in Louisiana. Then quarter capacity for a little while. Then half capacity for another month. Then three-quarter capacity for another month. Two months. It was five months before we could 
you know, legally do full capacity. Well, when half the population thinks that's the legal and right way to do things, it's going to affect your business. Fucking people argue. I'm sorry, I said that word. I'm sorry. People arguing over masks every day. And do, all that shit put us here. Supply chain issues, prices out the yin yang, inflation. People are scared to eat. I twelve dollars and ninety eight cents for a case of soda today at Walmart. I just, yeah, people can't eat out. They can't afford it. White people, black people. But no. Shitty border policies has caused this. And what do these people do? They get on TV and start yelling racism, 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 racism. Instead of going, hey, hey, Democrats, uh, uh, I liberal media or not, I know we all are, but uh, this current president has had shitty border policy. He's got to get it fixed. DeSantis one-upped him. I, I, we're not worried about that. We're worried about the thousands and thousands and thousands of small businesses closing across this country. None of them. None of them. But CNN and MSNBC, man, they are going to make sure you know that we're white supremacists, MAGA Republicans. We're racist. The president, and that's just a couple weeks ago, MAGA Republicans don't know the power of women. That's what he said. So, Mr. President, MAGA Republicans. All right, so my wife is 40, uh, 45 years old. She voted twice for President Trump. So I guess she would be considered a MAGA Republican, you know. My wife. On my left wrist, I have a footprint. I have a little bitty footprint. And right above it, it says warrior. My wife has that same footprint. She doesn't have a warrior there, but she has that footprint. And that's our son who died, who died after she uh, went through hours of labor and pain to have him. And as the years went by, we got pregnant 10 more times. And we had 10 miscarriages. After giving birth and going through labor and pain of a son, first one that, uh, well, our daughter, sorry, our daughter's 26. So, so after her, this little boy's footprint came because he died after giving after she gave birth to him. And then 10 miscarriages after that. So, because she's a MAGA Republican, because she voted for Donald Trump twice, she doesn't fit the power of real women, huh? 
Can you imagine President Trump saying that about liberal women? Can you imagine what the media would do? Like every female journalist on TV, news anchor, caster, whatever, should say, hey, hey, hold up, hold up. I don't care how you voted. There are some strong and powerful women out here that vote both ways. And we stand together with those women. We may see, we don't see eye to eye on voting and this, that, and the other, but that right there should. So my wife that went through hours of labor. Only uh, for us to experience the death of a child to get this footprint. She's not a real woman. See, you, you pity when conservatives say things that you do. Well, that's, oh my God, that's cold. And that's, I've never heard anybody call call anybody out on things like that. Like if that shoe's on the other foot, you and I would go, yeah, that's a shitty thing to say. Did it make you feel better? In order to do that, do I need to make you a list of the stupid things President Trump said? And then you'll go, okay, well, since you said all those, now I'll say that, Jesus, man, that man's out of office. Let's talk about what's happening right here. Nope. That's a a slap in the face to a lot of women. And I love it. Maggot Republicans don't know the power of real women. That whisper. And brother, Mr. President, three quarters of the Democrat Party and the liberals in this country don't know how to define women. I can't believe they're not offended that you said that. Well, what do you mean by women? What about people that identify this way or that way? Or what about women that turn into men? They're still powerful women. It's just it. it just, I never thought I'd live in a time where I'm living in, but at the end of the day, it all comes back to white supremacy and racism. That's what it all comes back to. Businesses are closing left and right. I've been asked a hundred times this year to donate food, donate this, donate that, give this, do that. Oh, I promise it'll pay off. Now, people are selfish. They're going to get what they want. They're going to promise you all this stuff. And then when things are tough, they're not worried about coming to support you. The baseball teams, teacher appreciation weeks. Yep. But it all comes down to white supremacy, everything. Somebody out there will say, my business didn't make it and I deserved it because of my white privilege and I'm probably racist. And That's where we are in this country. But it was not like this when Barack Obama stepped into office. We were not fighting over race. Nobody cared. Nobody even thought about it. We didn't even talk about it. And it's not we didn't talk about it, we hid. Right? No, they're just, it, things were so wonderful. As far as racial relations and no tension, things were great. 
And then he comes into office and victim, 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 victim. Anyway, uh, I got a million things to do today. I'm going to volunteer uh, because that's what we're supposed to do. Um, I have an amazing friend. Her name is Andi, and uh, she's a very big supporter of my restaurant. Always has been. <laughs> she's not one of those I can ever group into people that doesn't support us. But anyway, uh, uh, she has a nonprofit group. She worked her day-to-day job is a, this nonprofit group, and um, I volunteer with them. Uh, but as we joke sometimes, I'm her bitch, you know. Uh, hey, we're doing this, this day, this day, this day. I need you. Uh, bitch, I need you. That's what she says to me. Bitch, I need you. And I just go. Wherever you need me, boss, I'm your bitch. Um, anyway. Uh, so it's uh, 4.15 a.m. <laughs> and uh, uh, I got to put a bag together, change of clothes, because when I'm done, I got to go run a failing restaurant. <laughs> um, so... Anyway, uh, it's been good. I, I needed to get some of this stuff off my chest. And it's and, and look, we've got – stop letting politicians go to race with everything. I, you can, you're not a conservative. You're not a Republican, okay? You're not even I, – I, I don't even call myself Republican, okay? You know what? I'm going to tell you why, though. It ain't because I lean more Democrat or liberal. No. It's because I'm so ashamed – of what that party and the leaders within it, quote-unquote leaders, have become. They're cowards. I would call myself a constitutional conservative. That's what I'm going to call myself. I'm very libertarian. I just want government out of everything. Leave me alone. Protect me. Don't break me. Quit taxing me. If you put me in a situation, get me out of it. Other than that, I'm going to leave you alone. You leave me alone. I'm good to go. It's not the way it is no more. The middle class, we are, we are absolutely f- beep. Um, all right, uh, Joe will be back with me uh, here in a couple of days. Um, NFL season starting off, so we'll talk. Uh, you know, uh, we're going to talk next week. We're going to talk NFL, true crime, the politics. Um, I tell you from the bottom of my heart, though, I um, – I want to make this podcast grow. I'm doing everything in my power to make this thing grow. I, I need I need the support of people out there. Man, I, unwavering toxic masculinity from the dude's den. Uh, 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 Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, please leave a review. Leave a review. Just do it for me. Just think... Hey, you guys had a shitty year. Let me leave a review and go, hey, it's pretty good stuff. Just do, please share it. I'm begging you. Share it. Man, people are absolutely, 
people are counting on other people just to do little things, you know. I mean, just, just the little things, just the little share, the little comment can make all the difference in the world. That's it. But you got to do it. Please, please do it. Just a little, little, little bit of help for us, okay? Um, all right. I'll see you guys. I'll talk to y'all uh, ladies, gents, everybody in a couple days. Uh, love you. Much love to all of you. Um, please, I'm begging you, share and help and like and all that good stuff, okay? Uh, be good to people. Smile. Make somebody's day better. Uh, you never know when uh, there are people out there every day trying to figure out how they're going to close their business or not. Don't be assholes to people just because, okay? Uh, from the bottom of my heart, I love you. Thank you for listening. Even if you hate my guts, I appreciate it. Uh, much love in a room full of God and family and country. I'm Kevo. This is Unwavering Toxic Masculinity from the Dude's Den. See you in a few days. Go.